Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hello and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I am your host, Kiva Blakesley, and we've got a packed film show for you today we have a lot of th- we have a lot of things to cover today we're gonna to be talking about hidden figures my little pony legends of everfree and the little prince the planet of gargan right now i'm talking with a new kids first uh rowan from the big apple new york talking about thomas edison's secret lab Twas the night before liftoff rowan thank you so much for being on the show hi you're welcome so um tell us a little bit about about what is this show well, it's a it's a set of six episodes of the show Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, which is a show about and um, Thomas Edison created a artificial intelligence program of himself, and then four kids found his secret lab and helped him do things. Well, fascinating. Oh, uh, so tell us about what the show uh, teaches kids and what it really um what it contributes. Well, yeah, it helps teach kids lots of science facts and history facts about, like, scientists and fun facts and lots of other cool stuff like that. Definitely. Oh, yes, go on. And lots of vocabulary. With all vocabulary, certainly. Well, thank you, Thomas Edison, because without him, we wouldn't have the movie pictures, of course, with his... Um, he was, he created a movie studios and he started doing some of the first ever movies like Frankenstein and we wouldn't have movies nor television or any sort of these bangle devices. So because of Thomas Edison, we have a lot of things that, uh, we appreciate. So, um, doing this, in this show, uh, what do you think about what kind of, what is it specifically in this DVD collection specifically talk about, about science? Well, they talk about a lot of stuff like aerodynamics and how things fly, and think and like how how to how you would be if pos- it was possible how to fly things. And then there's also some segments about other small things that are play like in depth. In kids shows, we're already teaching children about aerodynamics. I remember when I started watching kids shows and we were already learning just our ABCs. Now it's aerodynamics. So that's already a big change, but that's fascinating that we're able to learn about that in this show. So uh, what particularly made this uh, show unique to you? Well, it was like, I, I enjoy doing stuff like science. So I, I found it interesting how it actually taught real things and it wasn't just like they made things up so it entertained young children. It was actually true. I found that kind of interesting. Because some kids' shows now are just like they make up random things and it kind of gets boring. Definitely. And this one has a lot of history behind it as well with um, Thomas Edison, of course, I don't believe he made a hologram, uh, unless that's, that's the show shows that, oh, wait, maybe he did. But uh, anyway, so 
Um, but yeah, there's a lot of history that goes behind this, and we teach a lot of science and history, which uh, is definitely two of some of my favorite subjects, and is interesting. So uh, this one with the title, it says "Twas the Night Before Liftoff." It's obviously a Christmas special, or sorry, holiday special. So um, tell us a bit about how that incorporates into the story. Well, in the story, they have to help. They have to help. Santa to save Christmas because his jet that he uses to deliver the presents is broken. And uh, so, do you feel this has got you into the holiday spirit? Yeah, kind of. It like kind of set the mood for like less than a month when I watched it. I know. Uh, what did you think about the animation? Like, I liked it because it was kind of like it was cartoony, yet it was realistic. Like it. It was obviously a cartoon, but I liked how the animation was, was like, they added details and, like, shapes, and it wasn't very, like, it wasn't too detailed, but it was detailed. Definitely, and by looking, I've been looking at the, uh, the, the show, it looks like really beautiful, bright, vibrant colors for kids to enjoy. Um, certainly seems like something that Something fun for the whole family. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and we're going to be talking about the films in figures, My Little Pony, Legends of Everfree, The, the, Pla- the Little Prince, The Planet of Gargant, and Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Twas the Night Before Liftoff. This show is sponsored by that. So, um, continuing talking with Rowan about um, Thomas Edison, what would you see is the most fascinating fact that you got from this show? Well, I think the most interesting thing I will learn from this show is if you have like a lot of sound waves, you'll be able to make things hover using the sound, which I think is kind of cool, and I did not know that. So to use sound waves, like, that's interesting. I never thought of it that way. Definitely because of show, I, I think what's great about how incorporating science into kids' shows is that I bet when the writers are creating these um, scripts, they're like, I wonder if this could act, if science could actually do this, and it's kind of this basis of science and, of course, creativity with children, and and I bet it allows for a lot of uh, fun, creative ideas for potential inventions, especially since Thomas Edison was known for his um, countless attempts to create different inventions, and of course, we know the saying: uh, he found a hundred hundred ways not to be, uh, not to create a, a light bulb, but he found one way to do it. So, uh, what would you say is your favorite episode from the show? I think my favorite episode on this DVD is is probably the second one on the DVD because it it kind of explains like everything there is to know about how aeroplanes and jets fly, and it also includes a scientist I'd never heard of before, and I I like how they even incorporated people who are lesser-known scientists, not like they also included um, Albert Einstein. Definitely, and uh, we're going to be talking about a film later in the show about another historical event with the uh, regarding space and, and uh, astronauts. And uh, that brings up a good point where I like it when like media brings up stories about history that many people don't know about, because I think a lot of people are aware of Thomas Edison, Albert Einstein, and the Wright brothers, but it's interesting that they were able to um, 
bring up stuff like, you may think that these people created it, but it's actually this scientist who, who was the first to really fully develop the idea and revolutionize the idea of, of aeronautics. So I always like learning new, new things. I feel like learning a new thing every day. It, you, you haven't fully accomplished, accomplished your day unless you've learned something new. Well, what would you say is your favorite character in the show? I think my favorite character is probably the robot Van Bolt because he's like, he's funny. Like, he's always messing up and it's funny. He's sort of the comedy relief. Uh, what, what makes, is, speaking of uh, funny, uh, what do you think about the comedy in this film, in this show? I like how it's, even though the, some of the stuff they teach in the show is very complex, how the comedy is still simple and funny. It's like the type of thing you would see in like a normal cartoon, not one that's super educational. So we balanced out with very fascinating facts of science and history with simple comedy, but again, is, would you consider the comedy very enjoyable? Yeah, I find it really funny. So uh, what would you say is the age range for this show? Um, well, I, I, I think it's about like maybe ages 5 to 13 are probably the best ages for this show. Because like at 5 is about the time you want to be learning this stuff. And, after, and when you reach the age like 13, it's, it's at the point where you already know most of the information that they'll show you in this show. Certainly. Well, uh, well how many stars did you give this show as well? Um, I gave it five stars because I liked, I liked everything, and I couldn't find anything I really didn't like about it. Well, it sounds like it's a very educational and very entertaining, enjoyable kids show. Thank you so much, Rowan, for talking about it. You're welcome. This show is out in stores now. Please go check it out in your local Best Buys, Barnes & Noble, Targets, Walmarts, anywhere you can go check out DVDs. It is out, so please go check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Thomas Edison's Secret Lab. It was the night before liftoff. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You 
You're tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hello and welcome back to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keith Blakesley, and we just got done talking about My Little Pony Legends of Everfree. And we're going to be continuing talking about the films Hidden Figures and The Little Prince, The Planet of Gargant. Right now, I'm with a new Kids First film critic, Talia from Greater Los Angeles, California. Talia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. All right, so we're going to be talking about the film Hidden Figures. Now, this film, I've been really anxious to see it. I can't wait to see it because it incorporates everything I love. It incorporates history, but not only that, a story that I know nothing about. I never even heard about these, these well, hidden figures. So, um, Talia, tell us about, a little bit about the film and your first impressions on them. Well, so this is a true story, which is about three very intelligent African-American women who work for the NASA program. And they are kind of the brains behind the launch of the astronaut John Glenn, which I knew from history, who orbited the Earth. And my first impressions, when I first saw the trailer for this, I was so excited because, first of all, it was so upbeat, the trailer, that I just couldn't wait to watch it. And I was very happy. And during the movie, I thought it was absolutely amazing. Now, with these, you mentioned that... It was upbeat with the trailer. I think this movie has everything to do with the three leading ladies. I, I love Octavia Spencer. I love Henson. I, they're just, these three women are absolutely phenomenal actresses. I've seen it uh, from The Help to um, Empire. I love them so much. And to see all three of them together in one big movie is just, it's, it's like Christmas came early, and actually this film comes out on the 25th, so it's like a great Christmas present for moviegoers. So um, what was particularly um, fascinating about you since, um, as a history standpoint? I Well, personally, I haven't heard of this story, as many others probably, and so I thought it was very interesting since, I mean, it was in the past, the 1960s, and usually you don't really see lots of women doing things. And so to see, especially African-American women, since 1960s was a time of discrimination, I thought it was mind-blowing how these women were part of something this incredible. Certainly. I, I, I love films like this where it's just, it shows, <laughs> sometimes, I, I, I remember in the trailer, because there's um, about, uh, uh, I like that they, how these, they, these actors portray these characters, because it's very upbeat, of course, there's a lot of prejudice in the film, but I love it. It's just like if I would, uh, one of the actresses says, like if I was if I was you, I wouldn't have to go through this because of the prejudice. And what did you think was the most? Because um, again, these people are playing true, um, real, real life people. When did you see a, a moment where this is just like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm viewing history? Probably when. Again, they did the launch of John Glenn, which is an astronaut played by Glenn Powell. And I thought this was amazing because you can just, it kind of like pan through different people watching this happening. And I thought, wow, this is incredible how these women were a part of this and how this was a, like a huge moment in history and for America. Certainly. And also, it's interesting that many people have not heard the story because people don't... Um, 
and yet they're pretty much the brains of the operation for such a historical moment. Um, things, stories like um, Charles Turning from Imitation Games, who pretty much developed the supercomputer, but we, had, we knew nothing about. Um, so, what was it? What about this um, film from like a a writing standpoint? Like, of course, these are very phenomenal act actresses, but like, how did the writing provide their characters? I thought that the writing was great. It made them look just very intelligent, since these these women were especially intelligent, since they worked for NASA and they were the computers. That's what they called them, and I thought it was great because it add it the writing. Their scripts added lots of comedy there, too. So I thought that was very interesting how it can kind of turn maybe like a sad moment in history or maybe like a scary moment in history into like a comedy. And also the, the discrimination, they tried to not make it as as negative in a way. They did like emphasize on how it was really difficult for them since they were African-American. But it also added a lot of comedy, which I thought was very interesting. And also I, I really enjoyed it. Same thing with a film like 42, with the Jackie Robinson story. They, Of course, there's drama in it, but to keep people like enjoying it, because this, this is a this is history here, and in, to, to keep it lighthearted, they always add a little bit of comedy to it, but not, not enough for it to make it a comedy, of course, but enough to make it like, this is enjoyable. And these actresses, of course, can make anything enjoyable. Uh, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Thomas Edison... Tommy Edison's secret lab trust the night before liftoff, and we're going to be talking about the. We're going to be continuing talking on the show, The Little Prince, The Plan of Gargan. Uh, we're going to continue talking to Talia about hidden figures. So, Talia, what do you think is your favorite part in this film? My absolute favorite part was when Al Harrison, who is the head of the NASA launching program, breaks down the color woman's restroom sign. I thought this was a very interesting scene just because um, Al Harrison, he was a white person and he was trying to show that everybody can use the restroom together, that there shouldn't be a block between colored people and then people with no, with like, with white skin. So, and also I like to see a character who didn't judge people and thought that everybody should come together. So I really enjoyed that scene. It's just moments like that where it's just, in a way, it is kind of comedic because of how absurd it was when you really look at it. Of course, it was, it's terrible. Um, it was a very dark part of our history, but it's still, they treat it like, the guy, treat each other equally. But crying out loud, we're all intelligent people here, and we're all trying to create history in the making with these, with, um, in NASA. I like the way they portray it. So, um... What is your favorite Who is your favorite character? If I had to pick, I mean, the three women were just amazing. I mean, Octavia, I love her so much. But I'll have to say Mary Jackson, played by Janelle Monet, was definitely my favorite character. She was just so strong and so bold and brave. And she was also very sassy, which I enjoyed. I just thought that she was amazing. Definitely. I mean, it's really hard to pick it up because this is a very star-studded cast of Kevin Costner and Jim Parsons in it. There's just the people in this film are absolutely spectacular. It's hard to even pick a favorite character, especially with the from where I hear very intelligent writing. So, what would you say uh, did you gain from this film? Like, because since the, again, 
This is a film of history. And what did you learn about, what did you learn something new? Something new was that I think I didn't know that much history near the 1960s about NASA in particular. So they had a lot of new technology coming into NASA at this time. So I learned a lot about NASA and also a lot about how, what was happening during this because there were some people trying to fight back against racism. And so just a lot of history I learned. Certainly. And I, I still think films like this are still re relevant because, of course, there's still people out there, are, again, still looking for equal wages for women. And I feel like films like this are incredibly, from what I hear, let me ask you, um, did you how did this film empower women from like sp uniquely because films are trying to do that more and more and I think that's fantastic but like how did this film what did this film do differently I thought because it revolved around well I mean this woman named Kathleen Johnson played by Taraja P. Henson and I thought that it really showed that no matter who you are if you're a woman or if you're African-American that you can do whatever you want because these women they just grow stronger when things hit them. So I think that it just, it shows that, that if you just keep on working on your dreams then you'll eventually succeed them. So you just have to keep on working hard. I thought that that's what it really taught women and girls at young ages, just to always follow your dreams. And even when hard things come, you'll eventually be able to kind of move forward from them and, have them in like your history. Definitely. And one thing I want to add is that in I, I love history. So as you can see, I'm a pa I'm passionate about it. But there's two two truths, contradictory truths about history. We are very different from our past, but we're also very similar to our past. And movies like this, I feel like, are incredibly relevant, especially is in this day and age still. So. Um, yeah, I really can't wait to see this film. Um, if you want to go check it out, it's out December 25th. So uh, during the holiday season, make sure to go check out the movies. And Talia, what would you say is the age rating and star for this film? Um, I think this movie is good for ages. I mean, I think the smallest age would be like 9 to 8. because, And also the oldest, it could be 18 and also older 18. Adults will enjoy that. And I recommend for age, for younger ages because they'll learn a lot about history and they'll be inspired by this film. And the older audiences will enjoy the fun comedy and also this this untold story and how it really, it's just an amazing story, I, I believe. And I give this a five out of five stars. I loved it a lot. Glad you enjoyed it. Well, thank you so much, Talia, for being on the show for the first time, might I add. Great job. <laughs> thank you. Also, Rowan was—it was his first. It's his first time on the show, so it's great to see these new Kids First film critics be on the show. We really are happy to have them on board. Well, with that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Kiva Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, which was the night before liftoff. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit facebook.com/forward/slash/voiceamerica. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. 
We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We just finished speaking to Talia about Hidden Figures, and today we are talking about, again, as I said, Hidden Figures, Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Twas the Night Before Liftoff, My Little Pony, Legend of Everfree, and The Little Prince, The Planet of Gargand. So right now we are speaking with 11-year-old Rowan from New York about The Little Prince, The Planet of Gargand, and just to say again, this is his first radio show, and he's been doing awesome, fantastic, bombastic. So, Rowan, what do you think about Little Prince, The Planet of Gargand? Well, I enjoyed this film. It was interesting. Very original. And you say very original. What made it stand out from other things that may be a little bit similar to it? Well... Like, the story, like, there were constant, like, changes in the problem and surprises. Like, things you don't expect. No, yeah, every time I see either a TV show or a movie or even music, things that aren't expected and things that take us by surprise are always the things that stick in our memory. So I'm glad that this, The Little Prince, The the Battle of Gargand, is something that stuck in your mind. So this is a DVD, correct? Yeah. And since this is a DVD, sometimes um, children's DVDs, especially Dora, shout out to Dora, um, is interactive. Was this interactive? Uh, no, not really. It's um, not that. And do you, since we're on the topic, do you think it would have been better and more enjoyable if it was interactive? And yeah, I think it would have been a bit more interesting if like they, like, address the people who are there and like and made it more interactive because it kind of just got into this is what's happening no yeah sometimes when they do this is what this is what's happening um the people who are watching it feel very disconnected so sometimes when you include people and sometimes when it's interactive it's too weird and awkward and it sounds weird and awkward but sometimes they pull it off really nicely so it, it could go either way with with a little prince i think if they applied um interactive like you're saying it, it would have been a lot more enjoyable and a little bit more entertaining so what makes this dvd so educational 
Well, for one, it's based off of a book, and it contained, like, they made the information fun, meaning it's more likely that you will learn it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, um, sometimes, I mean, a lot of the time people assume that, that, that kids' TV shows are informational, so that's why I asked, but sometimes they don't have to be. Um, so can you just give me a little overview of what this DVD is about, the show is about? Yes, yeah, so... The, when the little prince landed on the planet Gargand, um, there, there's about to be a race for, and the winner will become the Kaggle, who delivers these magical seeds that grow trees to, as gifts to all the chi- children. And if all the seeds are not and delivered, the planet will break behind, floating islands. And then some, and someone's cheating the race, and and that causes. And Fairy, who wants to win because his father tried to not be able to. So he gets angry and kidnaps the person who has to make the seeds. Interesting. I mean, I, every time I hear something, um, every time I hear something like this, especially this storyline, I get very interested and kind of surprised that this is like the kids like this is what kids are seeing i'm not saying it's bad but it's just very complex and interesting and and it shows a lot of things about different different personalities different aspects of life different things that we need to watch out for as we get older you're listening to kids first coming attractions on the voice market kids network and today we are talking about hidden figures thomas edison's secret lab was the night before liftoff my little pony legend of everfree and the little prince the planet of gargant so right now let's continue speaking with rowan about the little prince the pa- the planet of gargant and we were just talking about the the plot of this and we were talking about different things like if it was interactive and all these other different aspects of this. So who is your favorite character? Um, I think my favorite character in the film <coughs> is the fox because like that character is funny and interesting and and like like even when things are stuck like everything in the film was starting to seem bad, then the fox says something extremely funny that made me laugh. And this happened like three times in the film. <laughs> I I find that it's a staple in a lot of things that they they like to put funny characters in just to ease <laughs> to ease the serious atmosphere. So how are the morals and lessons? Because you said someone was cheating in the race, and that's obviously not good morals. So what is the view on morals in this? Well, well, it shows like that, that cheating doesn't pay, pay off and that friendship is powerful and can help you conquer almost anything. That's true. That is true. I, I think that friendship is very powerful, and cheating is a no-no, just to sum that up. Now, this is a adaptation from a book. Do you see, a lot of the times when you see adaptations from books, you're like, okay, well, this obviously was a book. Did you find that it could stand alone, like, stand on its own without being a book? And Yes, because I didn't know it was based on a book until, like, after I watched the film, and then I Googled it, and that it was based on the book. Interesting. And if you could, they have so many different 
the Little Prince installments. If you could create your own Little Prince installment, what do you think the um, the plotline would be? I'm not really sure because I've only seen this one part, so I'm not sure what I would put in. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably like the Little Prince. It's probably like in Australia riding kangaroos, and there's a huge party that everyone with kangaroos goes to. I don't know, just <laughs> just to just to make it a little bit more interesting. And um, what age range do you give this film? And um, well, I think it's good for ages maybe four to ten. Seems to be why what would kids would still be interested in it in the kind of age. So you think by ten they'll they'll want to move on to something that's a little yeah. bit more mature and older. Yeah. And how many stars do you give this film? I give it four or five stars. And why not five out of five stars? Why four? And well, I feel like it got boring in some particular parts where and the plot didn't seem to be going anywhere, and it was just nothing. And what do you think would have made those parts a little bit more interesting and not boring? I think maybe if they added, added like they, like they added just a small problem inside those parts that was like not big into the plot line, but just took up that one episode that didn't seem to have much happen. Yeah, sometimes it has like wasted space, and you're like, "Why is this here? I don't understand. Why is this here?" And then you're not even paying attention because. You're wondering why why is this here, and I don't think that should ever be something that you see in a film or a TV show or in music. It should never waste your time. Um, so, do you have a favorite scene in this film? I, I mean, I know you told me about your character, but what is your favorite scene? Yeah, my favorite scene in this film was was the race scene because it's it's action filled and very fast paced, and it's kind of like ripping. Because, like, everything is, like, the entire movie's plot line is just balancing on this point. <laughs> and I, I love that. I love when that happens in films. It's There's this one central point. Because so many times they have so many different points and so many different characters and so many different scenes. And I get confused. So it's good to know that this is simple and it's surrounded around one point and it is understandable. Well, Rowan, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about The Little Prince, The Battle of Gargand. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. But guys, it is available on DVD, so please check it out. It seems very interesting, very kid-friendly. So, again, please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Twas the Night Before Liftoff. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. 
We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We just finished speaking to Rowan about The Little Prince, The Planet of Gargand, and we have, we've talked about hidden figures, Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, which was the night before the liftoff, as I just said, Little Prince, The Planet of Gargand. And now we are talking to 13-year-old Talia from California about My Little Pony, The Legend of Everfree. So, Talia, I have not seen this film, um, so can you please talk to us a little bit about it? Um, yes, of course. So, it is about some ponies with some really cool powers, and the film really revolves around one pony named Twilight Sparkle, who is played by the voice actress Tara Strong, who is fighting an evil past. But her and her friends want to get away from using magic for some time, so they go to Camp Everfree. Soon things start to get a bit really strange as the ponies adapt new powers at the camp that they've never had before. Interesting. I mean, it sounds interesting. Do you, as you're, as you're watching this film, do you think it's interesting, or do you think it's a good plotline? Yeah, I think it was really great. It's hot. It really, well, the family highlighted on some major things that are great for kids and friendship and teamwork. And personally, I have never watched a My Little Pony movie. And so I came in with a very open mindset and I pretty much enjoyed it, actually. I've heard from a lot of people that My Little, I mean, not only that My Little Pony is catching on with the masses, um, but it's also, yes, it's for younger children, obviously, but I've heard from a lot of people that what they speak about and or, or what they allude to, and, and if you really pay attention, it has uh, a few of the deeper meanings that adults and older, older children would understand and appreciate a little bit more, so do you find any of those in this film? Yes, definitely. Um, the film only main, excuse me, mainly really highlighted on friendship because eventually they had to work as a team. When they worked as a team together, really great things happened together. And also it's really embracing your individuality. I thought that it really highlighted on too. Interesting. And if you could be any of the ponies, any of the ponies you choose, which one would you be and why? 
Um, probably Twilight Sparkle. I think that she's a pretty cool pony. She has some really cool powers that she gets. She's able to levitate some stuff, so I thought that would be really cool to have. Mm-hmm. And um, what is your favorite scene in this film? I think, well, okay, my favorite scene is when the ponies sing Embrace the Magic. I thought that the song is very catchy, and also it had a great kind of moral to the song. It was just about embrace, like, your powers and what you have. And then eventually when they were all singing that song, they are all working as a team. So I really like that. And also they were using all their powers. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> I love watching things that have... Pow- like they're like superpowers whether it's animation or not animation but then I get really sad afterwards because then I'm like why don't I have these powers and then I and then, and then I think about walking into like radioactive like substance so I'm like I can be this person and then I realize I would that I would make it like I I would die trying though I would anyway <laughs> as we move back on topic um, what about the music in this film I thought the mu- the music was very catchy and upbeat. There were some slow songs that were kind of dealing with different emotions that well, Twilight Sparkle was feeling. But like I was saying, I believe Sunset Shimmer sings Embrace the Magic, and I really like that song. I did not expect that I would like that song, but I really did. Uh, yeah, I think in every... And this is a musical, correct, or no? Um, there, it isn't specifically a musical, there's just a couple songs, there's like two to three songs in it, just kind of embedded in it a little bit. Okay, so that they encompass what is going on, I understand, I understand. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network, and today we are talking about Hidden Figures, Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, was the, Twas the Night Before Christmas, The Little Prince, the, pledge, the Planet of Gargan, and right now we are talking, we are continuing to speak with Talia about My Little Pony, Legend of Everfree, and we were just talking about different aspects of this film and the ponies and radioactive substances. So, Talia, um, do you think that you could add an, add anything or take anything away to make it better, or do you think it was perfectly fine the way it was? I thought it was perfectly fine for the ages that it's meant for. It's usually meant for younger audiences, but... Um, I mean, some of the comedy was a bit cheesy, but I understand just because it's for for a younger audience. So I think it was just fine. I enjoyed it. And as I said before, I've I've heard a lot of people saying that it is growing. The, they're having a pony movement, My Little Pony movement, that is growing by the day. Do you under like by seeing this film and not seeing any of the other My Little Pony? enterprises and by seeing this film do you understand why it is growing or are you a little bit skeptical i understand why just because now the ponies are kind of teenagers i feel that and there's a little bit of a romance happening during the movie which was interesting i don't think i've seen that in a lot of children's type films so i understand how it's moving towards maybe a bit of an older audiences and a young audience Okay. And what age range specifically do you think this film is for? I believe that this film could be 6 to 13. The younger audiences will love the music and also the characters are really fun and entertaining. And the older audiences, I know a couple people who actually really enjoy this who are in their like 13 to 12 year olds just because 
it's a great overall lesson. And also the animation is really bright and colorful and it was really nice. And and speaking about lessons, I, I hear people say, oh, well, well, films or TV shows or whatever you're talking about that has a lesson is it is only for younger children because they need to know it, which is completely untrue. And and everything, absolutely everything that comes out on DVD or on Netflix or or in the movies or on the radio, everything has a message, whether it is good or bad, whether it's unintentional or intentional, it is a message. I just wanted to clarify that because a lot of people are like, oh, well, only small people movies are with the lessons. I mean, it may be a little bit more prominent, but there are lessons in everything. Just wanted to say that. Um, so obviously younger audiences, as you were, you were saying six to 13, the younger side of that obviously has a shorter attention span than the older side of that. So how do you think the length was in, in um, proximity and in the idea of people's time, like paying attention? I think that the younger audiences will pay attention to this film just because there's not very many slow parts. And also because, um, just because there's a lot of action in this film, there's always something happening, there's always a problem, there's a bunch of weird things happening about the camp. So I think that there'll be, I think that the younger audiences will definitely kind of be glued onto the screen while watching it. Well, that's good to know because even now, I'm sometimes I struggle to keep my eyes on the screen, and not because necessarily it's a bad film, but just because I would rather be eating or sleeping. So, I mean, but I think that's everyone at this point in life. They're just like, I want to eat and sleep, and that's how it's going to be. I've heard for the next. 30 years of my life. So anyway, uh, Talia, um, how many stars do you give this film? I give this a five out of five stars. I was, so as I was saying, I came into this kind of either I'm going to really enjoy this or really not enjoy this just because I'm not really a big fan of just smaller for for smaller audiences, for younger audiences films, but I actually really enjoyed this. I was not tortured by this film. I quite enjoyed it. I thought it gave a great lesson and the animation was fun and the music was very catchy. See, and I think that's very truthful what you said. Like, I feel like I would, if if my mom was like, yeah, you know, we're taking your cousin to see such and such and so and so about Barney, I would be like, oh no, 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 no. Mm, I'm sorry, we're not going to do that. Cancel that, that's not doing it. Um, but I'm glad that even though you felt scared about going into this film, tortured, may not, whatever, um, that you had an open mind, because that's what you said before, you had an open mind and you liked it for what it was and you saw it as a film and not just as a film for younger audiences. So thank you for that. Um, Talia, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about your views and emotions and such about My Little Pony Legend of Everfree.
Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking to you. Thank you. I like talking to you as well. Guys, it's available now, so please check it out. It sounds pretty awesome. Get with the pony movement and watch this film. Thanks so much for joining with us today. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Please be sure to watch our video reviews on the latest film and DVD releases and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. Please be sure to check out our blog on the teen section of Huffington Post. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media on the Voice America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by Thomas Edison's Secret Lab, Twas the Night before liftoff. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.